Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Answering emails at all times of the day could make you less productive and less happy. Research carried out by the University of Sussex recommends picking a time of day to switch off from emails and mute notifications. The study also advises workers to put on a daily out-of-office reply to let others know they won't get an immediate response. Damien McCarthy is the CEO and co-founder of the HR Buddy and joins me now on the line. Damien, good afternoon. How are you today? I'm good, Tom. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for joining me. You have to say, this whole being, being constantly available and, and text, there at the end of a text message or an email, it seemed like the greatest blessing in the world uh, when it first came down. But it, it's, it's really mm. turning out to be quite the curse, isn't it? It is a curse, yeah. It's a, it's a big problem. And I think in particular from uh, the work point of view and uh, emailing and how we commu- communicate with each other nowadays, um, disconnecting is a huge problem. I think uh, in society, there's an obsession with smartphones and social media. And unfortunately, that's finding its way into the workplace and the fact that people are checking up on their smartphones uh, when they're meant to be off. Uh, you know, in the recuperation uh, rest period of the the evening or the weekend and so on, and they're checking their work emails. And this leads to burnout and stress. So I think what's important for uh, workplaces this day and age, especially post-pandemic when, you know, we've such a new way of working remotely, uh, we've kind of disconnected teams uh, in a way, and the only way that they're communicating with each other is through emails. But we need to be very, very careful of the kind of boundaries and understandings and trust that we have between people and organisations and between teams, because I think uh, so far we're getting it very, very wrong. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And I think there is another little element to this, which is that in the whole screens, whether it's a, a smartphone or an iPad or your computer, there's an addiction to it. There's just this thing that you can't help checking it. And then once you're checking everything else, the idea of checking your work stuff just it becomes part of that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's all getting mixed up, and I suppose if you look um, if you look at the uh, pandemic, you know, an, an awful lot of us had no other choice but maybe to work remotely and work from home. So there was even kind of a mix up of home and work life, and that kind of you know we're not robots, so we you know that on off button can't just be uh, pressed and automatically happen. So the right to disconnect, um, you know, it's a right that you want to see all workers achieve, but it's actually very hard to achieve it, and in some ways. Uh, home working and remote working, although it's meant to achieve life-work balance. It's actually the opposite that is being achieved because we're mixing up our work lives with our personal lives and our home and family lives. So I think an awful lot of work needs to be done in this area. And we talk an awful lot about communication and culture inside in workplaces and organisations. But I think we need to go back and look at how, you know, quickly things changed over the last few years and look at our kind of behaviours and practices around everyday things like how we um, interact with our work email accounts and so on. You know, we carried out research at the end of last year, Tom, uh, in my own organisation, HR Buddy, and as part of uh, that research, we found that 90% of of working people are spending more than one hour a day, between one and three hours per day, uh, inside in their email inbox. Okay, and if you look at uh, most people in, in workplaces who are interacting with emails every day, it's actually disrupting their work. So when they have a task, they're not getting tasks completed because they're going back constantly being interrupted by the email pings. So um, there's an awful lot of, I think, improvement inside in workplaces that should be done because most certainly from the point of view of disconnecting work-life balance, the way we work, productivity, engagement, and kind of very definitely from a welfare point of view and a well-being point of view, 
it's very, very important, I think, that we focus in on this kind of thing going forward and make improvements. 100%. The rate of change is off the clock, really, isn't it? And when you think back um, to your parents' day, when you're, you know, your dad, who's coming home from work, would have come home at, at six or seven in the evening, and that is it. That is the last time he's going to think about work until he's back there the next day. That, yeah, our generation look on that as nearly a dreamlike thing. You couldn't imagine a, a state like that, sure you couldn't. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it is almost like winning the lotto if you can switch off from work now. And the, pro- the problem is probably your smartphones and technology. But, um, you know, even workplaces and employers are working very hard on this. And actually, in an awful lot of cases, it's the individuals that are doing it to themselves. Yeah. So, um, like, we struggle with having the tools to be capable to, to, to do this. As I mentioned, we're not robots. You know, this takes learning and you do have to focus in uh, on this. And if you look at that research, that was yeah. uh, in the, the, the Daily Mail today. There are suggestions inside it. And this is something that you have to work at. You have to pick out periods in the day and say, I'm switching off. Um, it takes work. Uh, you have to get into that habit. And I think we need, you know, workplaces and employers and employees working at that together. And also, I think we just need, I suppose, patience, you know, um, like emailing each other it's almost like people are looking for constant uh, replies and feedback and so on um that's not just the way that it works we need to give each other a break there needs to be that trust and understanding and like for example at the bottom of our company email we have the line please do not feel that you have to immediately reply to this email um you know i've, I've seen seen some uh, other good signature lines like uh, please understand that we may work uh, different working hours. Um, You know, I give you an example of a company in Cork that introduced no email Friday. So this was a rule where there was no internal emails on Friday. Um, Only external emails could come into the company because they found that there was an awful lot of kind of email dumping happening on a a Friday evening and it was leading to stress amongst us workers and burnout. When they introduced no email Fridays, um, it got positive feedback. They kept it going. Workers were reporting that they felt more refreshed coming back on Monday morning after their weekend break and that they were happier and less stressed going out the door on Friday evening. So I think we need to, to, to zone in on this because if we do zone in on it, we can get results and you know we need to give each other a break as well and realise that workplaces and how we communicate with each other uh, is very, very important, but we can't burn each other out and have you know unrealistic expectations right. of each other either. Yeah, absolutely. So the research showed they, they found they, uh, they came up with these strategies, came up with a list of 13 strategies, uh, just picking a few of these uh, to really concentrate. The first one was very much having boundaries and that was setting a time when you won't check emails, you'll stick to it and you'll tell people. How do you go about doing that? I mean, do you put it in your emails that, look, I'm not here after six or how do you get that across? Yeah, well, you see, this is the thing, Tom, I think the, the, the research did kind of, um, or the experts did suggest that you would put a daily, uh, you know, out of office email. So, in other words, if you feel you're finished at five or six, or six p.m., that you you t- tell everyone that who's going to ping an email in after those hours that you're out of office. Now, I don't really agree with that because I think the, the world of work now is much more flexible. We all have different working times and to achieve flexibility we all need to be flexible. We can't just work one way. So I think it's more about the understanding between individuals that you can't expect constant uh, replies. And I, that's why I prefer those kind of signature lines that kind of set those boundaries or that kind of mutual respect and under understanding between people that are that are communicating with one one another. Right. Um, yeah, I have to say, when I get an out-of-office reply, I'm always a bit disheartened and, well, and think... Uh, 
Yeah, well, it can seem that you're kind of closing people out, and yeah. I suppose you don't want to do that either in your profession or uh, in your business or in your career either. So you need, I think you need to be careful about uh, not overstepping the mark a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, they're also saying, uh, just because it is a developing field, it's something that you know, didn't exist really uh, in, in a meaningful way 20 years ago. And now it's just, as you say, between one and three hours a day for many people, it's a huge part of their working reality. So this whole idea of an etiquette yeah, building up around it, thats it's still in its infancy really, isn't it? It is, and it's something that we're going to... Um improve with I think over the coming years um, in the same way that we're going to improve on how we can be flexible in the workplace, um, how we can allow for remote working to be successful uh, and so on. But I think what's also interesting is you know we're using email so much now as part of our working day and indeed probably in our personal lives as well that you know what um, bad habits happen like you know email speak and so on as well um, you know which um, you know, can be really, really annoying. And I suppose, like, you know, it's that kind of, um, you know, looping back in or, you know, happy Monday, happy Friday. Yeah. All this kind of, which just annoys people, you know, oh. it seems Spanish uh, and so on. So you, you can see some bad habits uh, starting to happen as well. You get passive aggressive emails, you know, maybe where a supervisor or your manager is CC'd in it and that can upset workplace relations and so on between people. So um, email is just such a vital part of our everyday life now that, um, I, you know, we need to concentrate on making sure that we, we're getting it right. There's a few no-nos in there. I think uh, CCing your boss or <laughs> passive-aggressive is one word, really threatening is another, I think, there. Um, yeah, then starting with, not sure if you saw my last email. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's annoying. Well, my, my um, real pet hate is uh, Happy Monday. I don't know why anyone would send an email to another right. uh, individual on Monday morning saying Happy Monday. Uh, yeah. That never works with me. But um, it's such an important part of our lives now. Um, you know, um, I suppose emailing, communication side in the workplace is so important, but it's also sort of disruptive. It causes stress. Um, it adds to workloads. There could be misunderstandings in the communications inside in emails that it's just really, really important that um, we focus in on what positive communication can be in doing this right. Um, because if we get it wrong, it can cause stress and it can cause burnout and annoyance and frustration and grievances inside between people and teams inside in organisations. Yeah. I can't help but wonder about self-employed people who um, yeah, they need to be almost to have the nerve, don't they, to step outside it and say after six o'clock. Because they naturally are going to feel, customers are going to feel they're not getting the best from me. The customers feel they have a, a right to my time, even yeah. at this time. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, self-employed or business owners, and I'm, look, I'm a, a business owner of a HR consultancy, uh, myself, Tom, and, you know, things like going on holidays, at times can even feel like something that's not possible and it's something that I've learned over the years that you you know we all need to work on our our welfare uh, on our life work balance it's it's for the good of our health you're no good to your business you're no good to your your team uh, if you don't have that health and you don't look after your well-being um, and we all need to switch off and we need to leave our, our workers switch off and we need to allow for that and I'll give you an example of you know even going on holidays over the past few years you know, you felt that you always needed to be contacted um, and you could go on holidays and feel like, you know, you didn't even get the break when you came back because you were constantly being contacted, you know, even when you were on holidays. Yeah. But even setting boundaries like 
doing one hour in the morning and then getting on with the rest of your holiday and yeah. just switching off putting it to a specific time in the day and that's that's the advice i think as well for for workers that look set boundaries you know you know if you're on your smartphone in the evening when you go home from work just make a rule don't go into your work email out of hours. Just yeah. make that rule. Um, it's perfectly fair. Um, people are doing this unbeknownst to themselves, but it's impacting upon their welfare. It's tiring them out and it's burning them out. Very good. Uh, Damien, thanks very much for joining us. That's Damien McCarthy, their CEO and co-founder of HR Buddy. Um Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.